Welcome to Beyond Conventional Marketing, a marketing leader's guide to digital consumer experiences. You're about to hear an episode full of insights from marketing leaders to help you build meaningful moments and relevant digital experiences for your consumers. Join us as we hear from marketing leaders about their experiences with data and personalization, digital marketing trends, and expert advice on how to grow your business and connect with consumers. Let's get started. everyone. Welcome to an episode of Beyond Conventional Marketing. I'm your host, Diane Kang. Today, I'll be chatting with someone that comes from a brand that we know and love, Daniel Mosnet, Director of Marketing from Duraflame. Hey, Daniel. How's it going for you for today? Ah, thanks for having me on. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to hear all your stories about grilling and starting fires and just learn a little bit more about yourself. Let's start with a quick introduction. Tell our listeners a little sure. bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, Daniel Mosnet, Director of Marketing here at Duraflame, and we're a small family company. We have a big brand and a big name behind us, but we're still just a, a small group of, of family-owned folks that are trying to put out the best fire fuels possible. And uh, our CEO, Park Berlsheimer, is just down the hall. Our, our COO has been with us for over 30 years. Our VP of Sales has been here for uh, a little over 20 years. So so we are uh, a small group, but we get a lot done. I came to the team about four and a half years ago from some other CPG companies in the cheese business and produce business and uh, decided to try my hand at the fire business because I love fire. I love fire fuels. Duraflame is from Stockton, California, which is where I'm from and where I grew up. The furthest inland port on the West Coast. We were in a, a really cool ferry boat. Uh, that was our corporate office. So we felt the waves go by when the boats would cruise back and forth. And uh, the boat's now in the Bay Area, and it's turned into a, um, I think it's a government building now, just outside of Oakland. So uh, we moved here to Las Vegas about a year and a half ago and love the city, love the atmosphere. There's so much going on here in Vegas. It's awesome that it really kind of puts us in into where there's a little bit more excitement. A lot of great new businesses are popping up here. So. It's been a really fun time here at Durham. Amazing. I just can't even imagine what it's like working on a ferry boat and keeping your like glass of coffee from, from sliding off the table. <laughs> you know, the big boats that went by weren't a problem. They were the easiest ones. It's the small little jet boats that went by that produced the big wakes that would rock us back and forth quite a bit. So if you get seasick at all, that was a terrible place for you. But it was uh, it, it was a cool place to be. Now we've got an awesome view of the Strip. I'm looking out at it right now, and there's thousands of people down there losing money. So it's uh, it's a cool place to be. I guess you're also probably the first person to notice when there's a big conference in town because you'll just see the the Strip buzzing, right? <laughs> you can. There haven't been too many big conferences yet, but it's starting to you know it just started to open up a little bit, and a couple of them shut down. So um, it's kind of it's kind of like popcorn. Some of them are happening, some of them aren't. And, uh, We'll, uh, we'll see. But it, it's it's a, a fantastic place to be when we're all in a safe environment. And it's a, it, there's, there's a great atmosphere down there. Well, that's a good segue into, I guess, talking about 2021, right, with the pandemic and all those different things happening and not as many conferences occurring. But we're just a little bit more than halfway through 2021. And it's been such a wild year. So let's maybe jump into the meaty questions. Like, how important is it for you and Enduraflame and all of your different brands to be data driven? Yeah, it's, you know, it's very important. And 
And this past year and a half, two years, has, it, it's really amplified uh, the importance of being data-driven even more with so many more people in our category. You know, this pandemic has has produced a lot of people working from home. We're, we're in our offices now, but we work from home for quite a while. And with so many people working from home, you have more fires in the fireplace, you have more barbecues in the backyard, more things to cook, and, and more people than ever have used our products. And so that's good and it's bad. You know, the good side of it is more people are using, more people are experimenting with new things. The tough side about that is you wanna make sure that they know how to use them properly. And you want to get all the best information in front of them as quickly as possible. So, you know, we've had a challenge and I think all CPG companies have had challenges with making sure we get the proper message to our consumer. We have so many more consumers now than we ever have in a single year that, you know, trying to figure out the best way to do that uh, was difficult and had been difficult for a while. So that was that was what really launched us into this data journey that we're on right now. And, and trying to uncover the best ways for us that we can really see a little bit deeper into who our consumers are and see a little bit more about, you know, who's using our products. Cool. So now that you've started this journey, you know, I'm a big believer that we have to live in a, in a very data-driven world and working with consumer data is a huge driving factor when we think about the successes on the marketing side, but also from brand. I'm sure you faced a, a few number of challenges, right? Since the time that right. you've gone on your data journey. Would you be able to share just a few of them with us and maybe how you overcame them and how you uh, had to tackle them as they as they yeah, appeared? Of course. Well, well, the first part about it, it, you know, that we have to always be mindful of, you know, everybody says content is king. That's true. It, it's really great content is king. And, you know, yeah, there's a, it's kind of the uh, I say this to our staff all the time. Practice makes perfect. Well, it doesn't. Perfect practice makes perfect. And, you know, if you practice bad habits, you're only going to have worse bad habits, right? So we really try to produce a lot of content here and show people how to use our products, when and where to use our products, from the, the barbecue side of things to the fire fuel side of things. You know, there's a lot more that you can do around a fireplace than just sit and look at the fire dancing, you know, in, in the pit. There's games that you can play. There's DIY projects that you can do. Make your own benches. All the, you know, we're, we're trying to do more DIY things than we ever have. So, so the first step for us was to create excellent content. And that's what we've been able to do. And uh, we have a lot of grilling content out there showing people how to use our products. We have a lot of great fire fuel content out there showing when and where and how to make a safe fire. But then we started to say, okay, here's all the content that we made. Now who's watching it? And you know, we started as any you know, small company would start putting it on Facebook, putting it on YouTube and in the social media channels. And on our own websites, and we started to have a hard time making sure that our own followers and subscribers were actually getting to see the content. And so um, we really kind of jumped down that rabbit hole for a couple of months, trying to figure out how to get our content in front of consumers a little bit more. You know, without knowing who they are, it's hard to put your content in front of them. So. So that's really what started our, our journey and, and trying to understand, you know, track, see, but do it safely. You know, there, there's one thing that our CEO has, has really hammered into all of us is that we, would, we don't want to treat our consumers, we don't want to treat their data any differently than we would want our own data treated. And so if, if there's any kind of question about how we're obtaining data or what we're doing with it, then it's immediately stopped. 
you know, there was a time where we were looking at social media, like, should we even do it? Thank goodness we did. And we continue to. It's really been something that's in the forefront of our mind to make sure that we capture and use data as as safely as possible. Very cool. I I know with kind of the trends that's going on right now, data privacy and and security, there is always a big thing. And I've always been a big believer that data privacy and data collection is a privilege and not a right. And consumers really focus on sharing their data because they expect that their data is going to be handled properly and as safety as possible. So I guess as you guys are growing on your data journey and you're working with different vendors, how important is it to actually find the right partners and vendors to work with? It's of premium importance. Finding the right partners for us that we can trust that we get along with, that see our culture, that see our vision, and that we we get along with well, that, that's really important for us. And we found a couple of agencies that we work with, found this really you know, fantastic company called Brainify. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, they're, they're <laughs> I've, I've heard them in passing. I yeah, think. right, right. Uh, no, but we've, we've worked with, uh, w- with you and, and your team in, in trying to understand you know, what your philosophies are and making sure that they match and align with ours. And, and really looking deeper into what uh, our conversion metrics are and, and making sure that people see our content. You know, the tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it, right? And working in this partnership, you're really able to, to help us understand who's seeing it and who isn't and how we can get more of our message in front of, in front of consumers. So it's been a smooth transition. It's been really easy to implement. And we're a small team. I mean, there's a handful of us in the marketing department and we've got hundreds of SKUs that we're working with every type of retailer, every every major chain, every minor chain, every class of trade. And so that's really where our time and attention is. So when you tap our marketing team with this daunting task of figure out how to convert and measure your audience, it's, you know, you're kind of looking at Mount Everest a little bit. And, and your team has made it really easy. You guys are kind of like the Sherpas and the guides that are taking us right up there, which has been been fantastic. So that's been the the most important thing for us is the ease of implementation. Because if it was complicated and it was going to take a lot of time, we just don't have the resources for it. Yeah. So you've been able to help that quite a bit. No, that's that's great to hear. I, I hear that, especially in the CPG space, that engineering resources can be hard to come by. And so whatever can help, I guess, to reduce that seems to be a really key factor. When you think about being able to bring about these changes, especially in how you approach the marketing and the consumer experiences, have you ever run into any sort of like internal resistance from any of the stakeholders within your own your own brand? Or was everyone really excited and, and ready to jump on board when you're like, this is yeah, what we're going to do easy. now? Yeah, it was a piece of cake, um, you know, turning a, a 50-year-old company, we'll be 50 years old next year, a uh, 50-year-old privately held family company with a well-entrenched and seasoned board of directors, you know, to to embrace this data-driven age and all of this content that we're trying to produce is very different than things that we've done in the past. Our our CEO, uh, Chris Carone, who's brilliant, he's my boss and he sat in my chair before he is in the chair that he's in now. And he's done everything that we've done previously. So, so he understands and knows a lot of this. And, you know, he, he's tasked us and our department and me in being able to measure what we're doing. And if it's working and successful, keep doing it and amplifying it. And if it's not, cut it away and do something that is, um, which is really difficult for a lot of marketers to do because, you know, our KPIs are all over the place. And so 
getting our team to understand that these are the successful tactics that we need to implement to show our leadership that what we're doing is is successful and is working and is moving the dial for us, not only from a product sales standpoint, but an impression standpoint and uh, overall consumer satisfaction standpoint, that that's been excellent. And, and the data that we receive on a monthly basis is seen by our executive leadership. And they're knowing that not only we're actually doing something here in the marketing department, but what we're doing is working and that our consumers are happy with what we're providing for them. It, it was a little difficult to get everybody on the same page. As I said before, we we went down the road earlier when you know Facebook had all of its privacy issues and, and how it was selling a few years ago, how it was selling data. You know, we had the discussion of whether or not we should just end the category or end, the, end all of our social media programs. And like many companies did and took a pause and all of those things. So to go from that conversation to this is how we're going to use all of this data and this is what we're going to compile and this is the statistics that we're going to be able to see, that was um, <laughs> um, a, a unique challenge. What if you could provide all of your consumers the most relevant digital experience? With predictive personalization at the heart of your digital marketing strategy, you can build meaningful relationships with consumers and grow your business quickly. Brainify's AI-driven platform can help you at any stage of your personalization journey. Whether you're looking to collect data, optimize customer journeys, or curate predictive personalized experiences, Using one line of code, Brainify integrates with any marketing tool you already use in just two weeks. Ready to learn more about creating personalized digital consumer experiences? Connect with us at Brainify.ai. So I guess to kind of segue from there, how did you get started? I mean, did you kind of go in there knowing that you were going to bring on maybe big changes or were you kind of going with the more approach of let's take it step by step and apply more changes over time. Which kind of approach did you take as as you guys started? Yeah, this I'm, not, journey? I'm not a step by step guy. <laughs> um, I'm kind of a, a, a jump all in, cut all the ropes and uh, see how we descend from there. So when I came aboard, I, I have a very different background than most marketing folks in the CPG space. I come from producing television shows and cooking content. So produced over 500 TV shows and, and had a blast with people like Jet Tila and Emeril Lagasse and all of those fun folks. And so producing content and, and kind of being a showman and showcasing our products or the, you know our show that we were producing, that's kind of where I come from. Jumped into the sales space for a little while to understand you know, the CPG sales with retailers. And then had this fantastic opportunity in my hometown of Stockton before we moved to Vegas with the Berlsheimer family who I'd known from before. And it was just a, a, a perfect mix of my talent and skills and, uh, you know, uh, some different abilities with what this company was looking to do. So when I came aboard here, it was very basic social media advertising, ads in the newspapers, those types of things to cutting all of that cutting the print at home coupons, cutting all of the old style advertising and really jumping into creating content, understanding our shopper, understanding who we are as a company so we can project that to our consumers. And that's something that's that's been very different. Um, direct to retail advertising, a lot of sh digital shopper marketing uh, is where we live now. And if you would have looked at us 
you know, four years ago, that's a completely different space than we've ever been. It is kind of super exciting to see that you're utilizing your old kind of TV experiences because I've seen some of your grilling videos and I feel like you're just a natural in front of the camera. Well, I, I love to grill. And if anybody's unlucky enough to come across those videos, hopefully they can learn a skill or two. I just I love to cook. And, uh, you know, Duraflame is a big brand name in the fireplace fuel space. But we also own and operate Cowboy Charcoal, B&B Charcoal, Western Premium Barbecue Products. Uh, we've got a full line of Jack Daniels Spices and Jack Daniels Charcoal and Wood Chips. So we're, we're pretty big into the barbecue space. And we're in, like I said before, just about every class of trade in barbecue as well as in fire fuels. So uh, it's I, I get lucky. Some folks are jealous that all he does is go out there and barbecue. But it, it's really providing good good content and We've got a good team of people that help me with all of that content. We've got social media creators um, that are on staff here that do such a fantastic job that I just have to kind of go up and, and cook something. So, but it's pretty fun. They're all at Cowboy Charcoal on our Facebook page. So go check that out. That's the only plug I'm going to do. <laughs> so given Other than all the product around and the cowboy shirt on. Of course, of course. But given all those barbecue and fire fuels, I guess what's next when it comes to business initiatives that you're tackling, are they different by brand? Do you have some major objectives across all of your brands? Tell us a little bit about yeah. that. Yeah, so a lot of different things. You know, innovation for us is always key. 50 years ago, Duraflame was founded because we, we had invented, invented the pencil slat machine. And we were making pencils, California Cedar products. We're pencil makers. And what comes with making pencils? Pencil shaving. So we had mounds and mounds of pencil shavings all over the factory, and we were one of the first factories to use our own biomass to generate energy and electricity. We had more than we needed. So we said, what are we going to do with these things? And our CEO at the time, who is the, the father of our current CEO, he said, well, let's put a little wax in there and throw them in the fireplace. And that's how we invented this industry. We invented the fire fuels industry. And we're, you know, we're number one, we invented it. And, and then from there, we continued to make sure that we could always innovate our fireplace products. So we're the first to come out with an outdoor log that is virtually smokeless. Yeah, everybody says where there's smoke, there's fire. With our outdoor logs, there's hardly any smoke. Because what's the last thing you want to do when you leave a campfire? You don't want to stink, right? You don't want to smell like you were just at a campfire. So these logs are virtually smokeless. We've got a little molasses in there, so they smell kind of sweet. They're 80% cleaner than burning firewood. So we've got a lot of innovations like that. We've got a lot of inno innovations with Jack Daniels. We continue to grow with our product line. So that's, that's really number one. Um, but our innovations grow from listening to what our consumers are telling us that they want. And the only way we know what our consumers want is to know who our consumers are and talk to them on a weekly basis, which is why all of this data and all of this AI and all of this information that we're able to compile is so important for our business because we're talking to our consumer every day, every week, every month. And they're telling us, hey, we want charcoal that burns longer and lights faster and it's cheaper. Um, so that's what we made. You know, we want, we came out with an every night fire log because our millennial customer said, we want a, a fire log that burns for about two hours because we want to come home from work. We want to put on a movie, have some dinner and then go to bed. So we want a fire log that has nice, big, bright fires for two to two and a half hours. And so that's what we made for them. But that came as a direct 
uh, conversation with our consumers and, and surveying them, you know, from our website and, and talking with them. So, so that's really where we are, you know, growing our audience, um, sending more information out to folks, uh, learning and, and talking with our audience. That's really what's key to us. Yeah, I think you've done a really great job on the marketing front to really keep the customer at the forefront and really just listen to what they're looking for and then utilizing the insights to deliver these really great experiences that drives them to come back. So I guess yeah. now that we're kind of coming towards the end here, is there anything that comes to your mind when you're like, yes, this is something I need to tell everyone, especially if they're thinking about going further along in marketing than they ever could have dreamed of? What would be the first place yeah. to get started? What's your key takeaway you want everyone to kind of leave today knowing? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I worked uh, prior to coming to Duraflame, I worked for for Joseph Farms, which is a cheese maker. And, and the vice president of sales over there, his name is Mike Carey. He's been around for maybe 200 years. Hopefully he's listened to this podcast. But one of the things that, that I learned from him more than anything else is that just slow down and listen more than anything else. And, and as marketers, we think we know what our customers are saying, what they want to hear. But his slow down and listen wasn't as much digital. It was more go into the store. And, and I spent hours in the store with him, just in our aisle, watching, watching people look at product, watching where they're looking at for product. And you can get a lot of that information digitally now. There are video cameras on shelf and you can get all of that. But there's no substitute for going to where your customers are and Seeing a customer in Costco is very different than seeing a customer in Smith's. And that's very different than seeing a customer in Trader Joe's. They're all looking for different things. And so if you can understand what your customer wants, what they're looking for when, they're, when their kids are, are pulling on their, their shirts and, and wanting to go and throwing a tantrum and they're just trying to get food to get out for dinner tonight, that's a customer that you have to make sure that, that we talk to. And, and so listen learn, use the data that, that you have that, that's available to you to, to find out how you can best meet the needs and meet your customers where they are. Because that's, you know, today, if you can't meet your customer where they are, whether that's digitally or in the store or buy online and they're picking up in store or deliver to their home, you've lost. And if you don't have plans for those four areas, you've lost. So that, that's, I think, the biggest takeaway. That, that I have. And that's, that's the direction that we're heading with our company. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're super excited to hear your stories and have you share that with the rest of the world. I had a blast and uh, I love to talk. So just uh, come on back anytime. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond Conventional Marketing, a Brainify podcast. Keep connected with us by subscribing to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you found this episode valuable, please rate, review, and share it. To learn more about creating delightful digital experiences, join us for the next conversation.